I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. We talking about Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. We can't speculate and recollate. We mock ourselves. You better be willing to do unique things in order to expect unique results. And, and that's just life. It's what Jin's talking about from the belly of behind the steel curtain. It's the conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation. I'm Kyle Kreiss, live on tape from Universal City Walk in the San Fernando Valley. With me in the 412 is Greg Benevent. Hello. He, uh, he did, did you collect any, uh, did you get any of the drops from the ketchup bottle as it came down? Did you, uh, were, no, uh, I, I treated, I treated that the same way I treated the, um, destruction of three river stadium, which is to say I avoided it as much as possible. I still haven't seen it. So it's entirely possible to me. Those bottles are still there. You've never watched the, uh, the demolition of three rivers yet. I remember that day I watched it live on TV. Well, see, that's what, well, that's the thing is that, I, I mean, I'm sure I have seen it like cumulatively over the years, but I always make it a point to like when it's on somewhere, I turn my head away. So over the last two decades, I'm sure like, you know, it's all added up to me seeing it at least once. It's like looking into the arc when, when, uh, you know, when, when Indiana Jones opens it, like, look away. You can't look straight yeah, into yeah. the. Yeah, yeah. I've tried, I've tried to look away at, uh, 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 yet the uh, spirits persist. We are the conversation about the social media conversation, exposing all your hot and toxic takes um, and, and, e- and even misinformation. And even sometimes we're the victims of misinformation. <laughs> and, you know, we try to vet all of our sources, whether it's from bookies.com to onlinebettingguide.com to... Uh, you, you, to you, to you name it, to yens name it.com. Is that out there? I don't know. Let's, let's grab that domain. <laughs> but when misinformation, uh, when we become aware of misinformation, we need to, uh, own up to our own mistakes. Uh, you know, let's get to the tweets mm-hmm. because back in June, we had the tweet from Madden 23 leaks. Uh, you can't trust at Madden 23 leaks. Who knew this wasn't a trusted source back in June, but they had the tweet back in June. TJ Watt will be a 99 overall with superstar X factor in Madden 23 newly added to the 99 club officially leaked. We celebrated it on this show. Uh, mm-hmm. And then what, what here's the reality. What, what is it here at Tommy Jaggy, Tommy Jaggy whelp, Madden is going to keep doing Madden things. In reality, TJ Watt is a 96 overall, not in the 99 club. Three rating points worse than Miles Garrett. Shakes my head. Uh, what happened? We 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 came we came at it uh, a month ago, uh, you know, with a 99 club, and now TJ Watt's not even he's not even in the 98 club. What, what what's this? I, 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 I'm, I'm as befuddled as someone that hasn't played one of these games since Troy and Larry Fitz were on the cover can be. 
Uh, I, I wonder if, you know, I, I don't know how set in stone these things are ahead of time. I mean, what little I know about video game production is that it uh, uh, it works on kind of like a slave labor. Let's all do everything at the last possible minute. So I find it hard to believe in conspiracy here that, you know, after the uh, uh, earth shaking leak from Madden 23, they saw that TJ was the 99. They're like, well, we'd better change that. But uh, uh, my guess is, is, again, with everything else in video games, is that uh, people did as shoddy a job as possible at the last possible moment. Is could could you know could could something have happened between June when the leaks came out of a ninety nine, and then between then and now to make him a ninety six? Could they have seen the pics from the wedding and said he's gotten soft? <laughs> Bring him down to a ninety six. We saw the fireworks at the wedding. We saw the spotlight on the on the cliffs. Uh, you know he's gotten soft. Bring him down to a ninety six. Um, you know what? Could 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 something have happened between now and then? I mean, absolutely. Wasn't there that weird picture of him? It wasn't weird. It was lovely. But I mean, that picture of him with his brothers where they're all wearing like intentionally goofy Hawaiian shirts or something. I mean, when it comes to video games, you really can't roll anything out uh, uh, other than people doing hard work ahead of time. But um, but yeah, maybe they saw that Instagram video with the with the groom party. They were all lying down uh, as the as the waves came in, like they were doing some kind of like marine drills at six in the morning. Then <laughs> they're like, OK, these watts, we got to calm them down, take them down from a ninety nine to a ninety six. They're too hardcore. May, or maybe it's, could it be the rever a reverse jinx? You I know? was just about to say that. You know, it's like when you're, when you're not, when you're, when you're not the cover boy and you get the jinx, then you don't get the jinx, right? I don't know. Oh, 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 I see. I thought when you said it was the reverse of that, like, as if, you know, I don't know, uh, maybe Miles Garrett's been sleeping outside for three months. Maybe he's like bench pressing cars or something. I wasn't sure. I don't follow his Instagram. It's uh, maybe he's eschewed all human contact and refuses to go to anyone's wedding. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen Miles Garrett. Uh, you know, he's out there uh, digging more tombstones or something. <laughs> you right, right, Ben. Well, he can keep my tombstone or whatever. I'll take the W. Yeah, he's out there digging more tombstones. I haven't seen Miles out there. So, uh, you know, so uh, ninety, not a ninety-nine in Madden. You know, I was thinking about getting this year's Madden because it's a new era with Kenny Pickett and because because mm -hmm. I'm still on Madden eight. I'm on five years of Madden now. I'm playing on. I play the franchise mode. I'm on season twenty forty-eight right now. I've got uh, I've got this six-four running back who can uh, come out. Uh, come out wide and, and run routes. I've, I'm, I've got this amazing team right now. I don't know if I want to give that up to to play with this uh, Kenny Pickett era. Right. Well, I mean, I, I guess the thing I'm wondering, and I want to ask you, is you're someone that's played Madden a lot later than me, like, is this is this something that can throw you off in the game? Like, is it like, is this somebody that like, it's, I assume someone at 96 is like very good, but I also assume someone at 99 is like, you know, Bo Jackson, Tecmo Bowl, unstoppable. So I'm assuming that like, this is kind of like a big deal in the game itself. You know, it's not that big, you know, what's the difference between 96 and 99, you know, it's in, uh, uh, you know, you're talking about 3% or something, you know, less yeah. than 3% difference in, in a, in a video game AI, you know, but when you when you get to franchise mode and you start playing 20, 30 seasons where I'm at, a lot of the players get into the mid to high 80s. You don't you don't get a lot of breakout, at least, uh, mm. on, uh, you know, on linebackers for me. I might get some 99s on the O-line because, you mm. know, the, the way I train, I, I, you know, I keep them I keep them going all season long, you know, but right. uh, that's that's here nor there. Right. Let's. Um, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to distract. <laughs> let's just throw let's just throw this stat in about TJ from. 
Okay. At Jeff Care CBS, Jeff Care. TJ Watt mm-hmm. averages 0.94 sacks per game in his career. That's the highest in NFL history. So TJ isn't just uh, a 99 uh, in our hearts. He might be the most 99 player in football history. Yeah, he's as close as we get to an actual 99 in the thing. I mean, it's the truth is, I think what shows just how 99 TJ actually is, is that I heard that stat, and my first thought is like, wow, that seems low. Like, it seems like he averages at least a sack a game. That's just how dominant he's been. Yeah, you know, especially this last season, because the games mm-hmm. he's missed, I'd love to see the, the uh, you know, sacks per snaps even. I bet, the, you know, that must be <laughs> off the chain. Where's uh, where's where's Stat Geek at? Where's uh, Cutting Room Floor? Let's see sacks per snap out there. Uh, all right, one more piece of misinformation, because back in June when we were talking Madden, uh, you know, we, we, we said Steelers in the 99 club included Dirt Dawson, but mm-hmm. apparently that's revisionist history, even though he, he had a 99 back in 1999 oh. and 2000. Sporting okay. News comes out with the headline that Trent Williams is the first O-lineman in the, in the 99 club or whatever, you know, the official recognition. So a little bit of revisionist history, Dirt's getting a race from uh the madden history books i mean that that's sad on multiple levels and i think the saddest part of that is probably whoever reported that in the sporting news that trent williams is the first offensive line with the 99 was probably too young to have played the game where dawson was in it as a 99 yeah that's exactly that's yeah these people don't even you know dirt dawson they think is a is a band from uh from Lollapalooza. Well, right. And also, too, I mean, they weren't playing it like when Dawson was like in 99, like it was on your PlayStation one and like everyone kind of looked the same. And you sort and and all you knew that if the offensive line was bad, they just had them hold a lot. I remember that was one of the last Maddens I bought. The worse they were, the more holding they would do. That was it. The uh, the only thing, you know, maybe less, less productive than a Madden conversation is Mm -hmm. the. The, the stadium formerly known as Heinz Field. <laughs> We've got the epilogue on this. You know, it didn't even take, you know, all the questions were, what's going about the ketchup bottles? What about <laughs> art? Art, what about the ketchup bottles? And it took them a whole weekend to shut that down. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's get to at Scott Danka, KDKA, Scott Danka. One ketchup bottle down. It was Monday morning, and the ketchup bottles, you know, came down. Uh, we, you know, we, people were heartbroken, but I, for one, didn't think that the way Art kind of didn't care during the press conference yes. when asked about it. Uh, any surprise that they, they couldn't come to terms on a ketchup bottles endorsement? Well, I mean, I, 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 I think they couldn't come to terms with uh, you know Heinz paying fifteen million a year. It's uh, a couple things. I mean, one, I, I wasn't happy to see them go down, but which which is weird because when I was in the stadium and I can admit this sacrilegious it was, I found them irritating and they made me anxious when I was in the stadium because I'd always get nervous where it's like, okay, they're in the red zone. Uh, don't screw this up. Like, you know, like, okay, we're just like, it, you know what I mean? Like, and they would have to come and, and the ketchup bottles would come down. What I'm not sure a lot of people realize who haven't been there a lot is that like, you know, the ketchup bottles come down, everyone claps. And then moments later, they'd have to put up the sign that said quiet Ben at work so that you didn't cheer too much when the offense was out there. Like there were a lot of like a back to back ketchup bottles 
followed by the quiet Ben at work kind of thing. So, you know, the, I was sad to see the ketchup go, which is weird because I can't tell you how many times I thought there, okay, that's enough of the ketchup bottles. Me and dad would, my, my father would say that when we were in the stadium multiple times. Like High anxiety. Yeah. You know, there's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you don't realize how much high fructose corn syrup is in there. It raises the blood pressure, right? <laughs> We don't need well, it also raises the blood pressure. It's like, oh, they're going to fail in the red zone again. Like, they don't have a red zone threat this year. I remember many years of that, too. Like, it is. It's like the red spotlight turns on. You know, it's like, uh, like you know, the 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 physical challenge in Double Dare or something. All the spotlights hit come on, and you're now in the red zone. Yeah, the, I don't know what's going to happen. I I wouldn't mind that maybe on the defensive side. Let's put you know some uh, some hot spotlights on the field for the defensive red zone, and uh, when it's time to go to work, then. Right, and it's and, 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 I I know I love that or something that. Yeah, like rallies the troops. It's it, it it's the Acroshore abrasions or the Acroshore shoreline, or it you know I mean it's when you think about it. The only reason the Heinz, you know, they celebrated the team getting into the red zone is because ketchup itself has all that red tomato has that red food coloring. I mean, nope, it was always a weird fit. I I don't know. You know, I haven't talked to a lot of other fans that go to other teams, but I can't imagine they do an, a giant stadium wide celebration of the team getting inside the twenty yard line. All right, and joining me now was an eyewitness, watched it all go down. Uh, he's KDKA, ace cameraman, Penn State class of 99. Welcome to the show, Scott Danka. Welcome to What Jen's Talking About. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate it, man. So good, good to good to see you. Good to see you too, a fellow Penn Stater from uh, from the from the good old days. I don't know. Before but before we even start, I'll just say you know I, I appreciate all those Thursday nights at the first that you and your band entertain me. So hey, yeah, I still look at that fondly. Shout out to the first in state college. Yeah, love love the cider. Shout out to the to the uh, to the good side at hard cider. There you go. There you go. So you were there when the ketchup bottles came down from the stadium formerly known as Heinz. Uh, did you get as you know as part of KDK? Did you get the heads up that it was coming down? How did you find out that it was coming down? Yeah, you know. Long story short, I got I got sent to a. a, a, a I worked the early morning shift. I started three thirty in the morning. Ooh. And finish up at you know early afternoon. I had been sent to a far off accident. It took me like an hour to get there. It wasn't much. Came back to the city. I got to, back to the city about nine, and the assignment desk called and said they're taking the the Heinz bottles down. Head over, head over there. And so I went over there kind of urgently. You know, they, they, you know they say they're taking them down. You don't want to miss it. But I got there and stood there for quite a while. <laughs> Was it looked like uh, a, a crowd started to form, or did people come to watch it happen? You know, I don't think people knew that it was happening, but um, there's often tours at the stadium uh, on a daily basis. And I think the people that were showing up to get their tour of the stadium saw what was happening. So, you know, we, we um, grabbed a few interviews with those folks and uh, most of them lamenting the fact that the, the, the Heinz ketchup bottles were, were coming down. Was it the lead story that night? I'm sure it was a block material. Was it the lead? I, I I'm not going to um, reveal whether or not I watched the uh, the top of the show that night. Uh, I, I can't. I, I'm going to I'm going to keep that one. Away. I don't know, to be honest with you. Well, you're I, doing I would say there's 
it was probably in the A block. Maybe not the top, but you know, <laughs> you're doing I'm that, sure it was up there. You're doing that 3:30 a.m. shift. You can't. No one can blame you for. Uh, That's right. Not finding out. You know, not sticking around for weather and sports at the end. There, there you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you know, you're in the heart there of KDKA, and, and most of the reaction has been obviously, uh, you know negative i guess or what you know certainly uh boohooing what you know what is the vibe there in the in the heart of stealing stealer nation on this uh is it really a big deal or are people just making it a big deal because the middle of july i mean you can certainly go to the strip district and buy a t-shirt that says it's still heinz field but i'm pretty sure once training camp starts once the season starts nobody's gonna really make too much of a fuss about it anymore yeah, we'll see who's wearing those uh, It's Still Heinz shirts, you know, once the season starts. Yeah, yeah. They'll be two for five by, at that point. <laughs> are, be a good uh, bargain. Are we going to see you at, at camp at all? You know, do we, we, you know I, I know you're doing that, the early news, breaking news kind of stuff, but will you have a chance at all to be a part of camp? You know what? That remains to be seen. Um, it's been years since I've been to camp. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't know, but it's it's very possible. Uh, is it next week that it starts? Yeah, yeah. It may, yeah. So there's there's definitely a chance I could be out there um, hovering above the uh, the campus of St. Vincent at four in the morning. What's your, your your strategy as a cameraman in that situation? Because there's so many things going on at once, it's hard to dial in on you know what you should be focusing on. Yeah, at camp, uh, and again, it's been years since I've been there, so I'm sure there's there has been some things that have changed, but. There's a lot of trekking at camp. You know, you're, you're carrying your gear from, from one place to another down to the practice field. And then they're going to do some interviews up here outside of the cafeteria. And, you know, there's typically enough media there that there may be a couple of elbows just, uh, you know, searching for position for those interviews. But, um, yeah, you just, you just, you just roll with it and, and literally, you know, roll on whatever you can, I guess, whatever you're allowed to, as, as, as far as that goes too, with the, uh, there's certain rules with the NFL. You're not allowed to, sh- to shoot certain drills. Um, but yeah, whatever you can get. Now, uh, you know, your video of the of the bottles coming down went, uh, you know, it went beyond viral. I think I saw 2 million plus views. Uh, it's your, crazy. Your tweets must have been lighting up. What, are, are you still getting notifications? Yeah, it's pretty much, it's been like nonstop since yesterday morning when I posted it. Um, Kyle, I, I've shot a lot of good video for KDK over my almost 20 years going on 19. That's not, this is not one of those videos that was <laughs> like, you know, this is, this is a, a, a big plastic ketchup bottle dangling in the air, but you know, you know, how uh, Steeler Nation is, uh, so it certainly went crazy. Yeah, this was not, you know, this was not Zapruder film or anything. No, you know? this is, uh... nope. this was, uh, you know, cell phone in this hand and the, uh, uh, this hand on the big camera for for the the news broadcast later. So, and 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 you know if if uh, your professional legacy it, it would go down as the guy who shot the Heinz bottle at this point. I don't know. Unfortunately, I think, <laughs> I think you're correct. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's all good. Be, and if you're and you need to follow Scott on Twitter at Scott Danka because you know he's not just providing breaking news uh, straight from KDKA. This guy is is some of the most beautiful uh, landscape photography of the city you can find. Is that? Is, I mean, is you're, you're there at the at, for sunrise every morning? It seems like is that always the goal each day? Try to find a new pic. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I uh, it's something I really enjoy are the the, the sunrises. Um, I don't know why I've just always enjoyed that burst of color in the morning. 
Um, so yeah, I, I was trying, try and find something, uh, even if it's cloudy, I'll try and I'll try and find a nice, nice picture to take and, and share with people. I highly recommend it at Scott Danka, one word, uh, D A N K A. Uh, follow Correct. Him, Thank you. Follow him on Twitter. Check out the pics. Get the get the breaking news. He's KDKA's uh, probably longest tenured cameraman at this point. Uh, uh, unfortunately, no. I'm still no. like in the middle of the union. You know what I mean? Ah! <laughs> you know, barely got off weekend shifts at this point. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, Scott, I appreciate your time. You know, you were you you led the conversation this week. Your work, uh, you know, made my job all the way out here in Los Angeles. Uh, made me closer to the game, and and I thank you for for your work. I appreciate it, Kyle. Uh, anything for you, buddy. All right. Well, hey, maybe we'll check in uh, later in the season. We'll uh, we'll we'll see you soon. Yeah, you be sure to let me know if you're uh, if you're coming to town. Totally, definitely. All right, Kyle. All right, man. All right, well, let's take a break right here. Uh, Coming up in the second half, we got to talk Cam's celebrity softball game and, uh, you know, what we could learn from all the things we watched off the field and during the game. Not not much uh, reporting. I don't know where all the the, these uh, Steeler insiders were for this softball game. It it wasn't a whole lot of reporting. I had to do some... uh, IG sleuthing again. Luckily, I'm like Encyclopedia Brown of uh, of the internet. So, all right, we will come back in the second half. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Raise your brain, you got it. Raise your brain, you want it. You got confidence, secure. Feeling confident? Raise your brand. Got $150 million? Raise your brand. Need AI solutions to carbon-based insurance problems? Raise your brand and reach for AcraShore. Confidence, confidence, tried and secure. Raise your brand, raise your brand, AcraShore. Raise your brand, raise your brand, AcraShore. All right, welcome back to What Jin's Talking About, brought to you by our partners at AcraShore. This week at AcraShore, we're we're offering uh, sing- singularity insurance. That's right. When uh, when the machines take over, uh, if you order now, and you will get seventy percent of your salary when machines take over your job. Only with AcraShore insurance, AI solutions for human, I mean carbon based problems. Uh, use the code Yins at checkout all right Let, uh, let's talk uh, let's talk qb before we get to cam softball game let's talk qbs this is from at ricardo denaro 78 mm. ricardo denaro kenny pickett just casually still having a row college house in oakland three months after being drafted is why i like pickett and this uh kenny posted a picture he was moving out he was down on uh ward street 3412 ward street if we want to make it a, a, a historical monument now uh he w- 
He was living with two others in in what Zillow says is a six bed, one bath apartment. Whoa! So, Whoa! Uh, even three people, one bath is uh, is kind of is kind of slumming it a little. Uh, the rent the rent was said to be this is according to Zillow. Who knows? The rent was said to be twenty two hundred a month. So not too bad, Kenny. You found a nice spot there. I was going to make a comment about how, like, living in a college row house with millions of dollars is a very particular kind of American dream. But I did stop thinking that as soon as I saw the one bath. Yeah, like, exactly. At least just buy, uh, you just get a porta potty and put it outside. You can do that with the signing bonus. That is, you know, it, Ben's not coming wow. to your house. Ben's not coming to your house with, with when you got a one bath. You know. <laughs> Right. I mean, you can't like, okay, we're going to entertain this entire family. And uh, yeah, you can get in line. Did you ever uh, party down on Ward Street at all? I, I, I went to like one. I was a Penn Stater, so I went to like one Pitt party when Pitt played Penn State. And, and Yeah, uh, I went to some Pitt things just because I went to Drexel, which I don't know if it, it is on this bizarre term system, not semesters. So I ended up not going back to call the next year of college until like late in September. So I would always have some weirdo month when I was the only person not in school. So yeah, I would go and and by party I would mean like drink and fall asleep somewhere. But yes, in someone's place. Not was it Ward Street in particular? I can't remember, but somewhere <laughs> around there. Uh, you know, but the you know the one good thing about Kenny living in this you know six bed one bath twenty two hundred. A dollar a month apartment. He's already subscribing to one of Tomlin's philosophies. We're always trying to get eight pounds in a five pound bag. That's Kenny <laughs> make, go, going for the bargain. I love it. Love it. Okay, but the big the, the big news that made Kenny a player this week mm-hmm. at KDKA Larry Larry Richard. I've seen every Kenny Pickett. Pl- I've seen every play Kenny Pickett made at Pitt, but I never thought I would be able to call a Kenny Pickett home run. That's right, <laughs> the Cam Hayward celebrity softball game and uh, quesadilla. Kenny Pickett uh, may may as well call him Dinger Pickett. Yeah, uh, seems to be the only one who went yard. I don't know. That was the only highlight I saw out of the game. <laughs> well, first, I, I remember in high school having to call Larry Richard for something. Because we had to like book him as the big celebrity guest. It might have been <laughs> for my uh, uh, was it? It was for it might have been for like tenth grade graduation. Like I had to go get like you know a big deal celebrity like Larry Richard. But um, and he's a sweet guy. I shouldn't just say it. But yeah, I I don't know how softball works. I assumed the idea was like it's it's if you have a decent amount of arm strength, you can drive it like two miles. But I guess that's not the case. If if he was the only one that uh uh. uh was hitting it uh, to the moon. I, you know, it, it's hard to say because all you know, where were all the insiders? This was something. There were there were thirty two hundred people there. Um, wow. uh, you know, and it went, went to charity. But I think that they, you know, only raised, you know, for for an event as big as it was with everyone who showed up. I think they, you know, raised something like ten grand or something like that. I'm thinking, why not stream oh. this? Uh, you know, for, uh, for even if it was a one dollar pay per view or something like that, you could have made another yeah. ten grand right there. I would have watched this just to, you know, just to see who who could swing and hit because, mm-hmm. you know, we we didn't get. Uh, there wasn't, I don't know, there wasn't, there wasn't a social media really presence for this game, uh, it, it, a limited presence. We got, we got, you know, we, I, I got some snippets and we'll go through that in a second, but you know, this was something that you could have televised the whole game. This was star studded. 
<laughs> well, also, too, I mean, I, as someone that has been driving around Pittsburgh here for the last week, uh, listening to the fan, they were still talking about it today, like four days later, as opposed to promoting it heavily across multiple social media platforms. I mean, you know, if, if you get a college kid and say, hey, we'll give you some credit, just point a camera at this for the net, for the span of the event. And then, like you said, just stream it online. That would have been a far better idea than uh, uh, just sort of being like, well, it's only, I mean, maybe they were afraid if they did that, those 3,200 people wouldn't show up. I'd find, I find that hard to believe in the middle of summer. Um, uh, here's, here's what I spotted doing some IG investigations. Uh, first Please. Kenny is the star already. Kids were going up to him for autographs. He was talking to Alex Highsmith and, all the kids were wanted Kenny's autograph. Alex was like, you know, who, you know, Kenny, or Alex, who, you know, it was um, <laughs> Alex non grata. There was something. Um, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's sad to say, but like, it's, it's, you know, this is one of the rare few cities in the world where I could see like a five-year-old being like, ah, Highsmith only had like seven or eight sacks last year. <laughs> like it's, I, I, I'll go, you know, I'll get his autograph later. Maybe if he has a bigger season, like, now, what's this say about the hierarchy? Because Kenny played shortstop and Mitch Trubisky played third. Now, it, for, I, when, I, when I think of shortstop, I think he's the captain of the team. But then I thought, well, third base, you know, that's a hot corner there. You, you know, so Mitch is, uh, you know, takes it's got to be someone who's fearless to be there at third, too. I don't so any, Does that say anything about the hierarchy? Well, a couple things for me is that one, I always think shortstop, maybe not necessarily the, the captain, but the most athletic guy other than the center fielder and also it doesn't mean anything but i mean that's something i remember hearing in roethlisberger's uh, um you know before he played but after they drafted him is he was the shortstop in high school oh. which was you know amazing for someone that tall before you know now i know we live in an era where you can be six foot seven and play shortstop but <laughs> being the guy over six foot playing shortstop was always seen as like whoa whoa this guy uh i i Calvin Austin seems to know his role. He's not swinging for the fences. His quote was stolen bases and bunts. So even in a celebrity softball game, he was going to play small ball. He's playing with his head, not, uh, you know, not, uh, he's not, you know, he's not, not out there with a, in a fishing contest. It is interesting. The guy came to this, this celebrity softball game and was like, all right, I'm going to be the slot receiver. I'm going to be the <laughs> fifth guy on this lineup here right now. Uh, we got some nicknames. Uh, I don't know if okay. we if we if we knew these or not before, but uh, Wormly is Big Worm. Mm, that makes okay. sense. I mean, That's that, easy. It, it seems like if a man's name is is his real name is Wormly, it would be like nickname malpractice to not work Worm in there somehow. Uh, Naji, we got a new one from Cam. Lil Naj X. Uh, I mean, that, that, it seems like that's a good nickname if he's either a really big fan of, uh, 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 of uh, 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 you know, the singer or hates him passionately like that. That's the only ways that works. Yeah. Whose career will last longer? That's a good question. The, the rapper <laughs> or the runner or or equal. Maybe they'll be both be stars. Um, yeah. And then Naj was calling Cam Hayward Big Unk. Wow, that 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 fits. That's good. I mean that that that's good. It, I, I I like that. I mean that that you know it's it's. I mean big unk makes sense. It's short. It's quick. It's just insulting enough to not be too mean, and yet it also conveys respect. It, it's not saying old man, but it's saying old man. Right. It's not saying old man, but no one who gets called big unk unironically lacks some gray in their beard. <laughs> 
um the uh you know where were the people uh we we didn't see anyone saying oh you got to be careful out there don't want to rip a rip a hamstring at the celebrity softball game you know like there wasn't any kind of the outrage like we we would see for juju even though cam admitted that last year's game jason gildon did get hurt and went down for 20 minutes so it's not out of the realm of possibility that a celebrity softball game can get you injured no, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I mean, it has been, what, almost two decades since Jason Gildon lined up on the outside. Like, I mean, I'm sure the man takes care of himself. I hope he does, but he's not exactly in the same workout routine as Alex Highsmith right now. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So Gildon might not want to do the milk crate then. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, but your, but your point is right. And also too, what I keep thinking of, and not to derail this entire thing is to the Steelers still do that basketball league. Those games always sounded amazing. Like uh, they took that real serious. I saw them come to Laurel Highlands. I saw Brett Kiesel and Heinz Ward. Yeah. And they took it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I can't remember if they – it wasn't, you know, uh, Showtime Lakers out there, but – Right. Know, I mean, it wasn't the bad boys of Detroit. Yeah. yeah but But still, they were balling. Yeah, was, they were balling. Yeah. It meant something to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And then who wasn't at the softball game? We've got okay. the tweet from at Mason Cole 52. Mason Cole, big thanks to official tough – for helping me put together some awesome event back home in Florida. He, I guess he hosted or he attended an O-line camp and it was Mason Cole, Chris Oladokun, John LeGlue, Nate Gilliam. So it was like a, a big man O-line camp. I don't know. I don't know what they do there. Maybe they have like pasta eating competition. <laughs> well, we're like, I, I, I think they do that. They're also like, hey, we're the big men. And also this is a quarterback. This is what they look like. You protect this. Like, maybe that's day two. Right? Oladoku is just there to model. He's just there to... Right, exactly. Like, it's still like... Yeah. I do like that the guys that, like, you know, are going to be on the outside of it, they're forming their own, like, little clique. Like, we're going to have our own thing on the side. Like... Okay, all right. Well, moving on. It's been a busy week for the alumni association uh, a lot of alums making news of course uh you know let's not not the best news to start with but maybe yeah. the uh, most important um we'll start with at drew bloodsoe drew bloodsoe man it's a sad day loved cj he brought happiness to practice every day rest in peace my friend uh charles johnson uh, you know, passed away at only 50. Goodness gracious. Oh, I know. That's terrifying. That's way too young. You know, uh, a lot of the younger fans may not remember him from the Cordell era. Uh, the mm -hmm. Neil, He played with Neil, too, a little bit from the Neil O'Donnell era. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he he was he was a first round pick. It's it may seem absurd to some of you younger fans or folks that came later to the fandom, but for a long time there was a struggle for the Steelers to find quality wide receivers, ones they really liked. And Charles Johnson did a great job. I mean, it, it's I think some people were always a little resentful that you know he wasn't Art Monk, but he was a good receiver. And I think in a different offense in a different time he would have been even better. But he was good. And apparently he, this guy was a hilarious guy. You know, again, I didn't really know much about the players uh, personally mm -hmm. at that era, but here's some right. of the quotes. We got a quote from Corey Holiday. Uh, the receiver group at that time had a lot of characters. Charles Johnson had the funniest laugh you ever heard. When he laughed, mm -hmm. it made you laugh, even if you didn't know why he was <laughs> laughing. 
So that that's cool. Bobby Shaw, he uh, he's like here. The room was me, Hines, Courtney Hawkins, Will Blackwell, Charles Johnson. You never knew where the next joke was coming from. All of us were pranksters. And then there was don't forget there was also that Colorado click there. Dion Figures. Oh, they had so many Colorado players. Yeah, the quote from Dion Figures. You know, we used to have a CU corner in the Steelers locker room. It was Joel <laughs> Steed, Solomon, Chad Brown, Cordell, Charles Johnson. Guys used to come over and ask if they could come hang with us. Um, <laughs> I can't. You know, I was trying to look back. I don't. Charles Johnson wasn't part of the Super Bowl 30 playoff run, and I can't remember right. why, if, if he was hurt or what happened, why he wasn't in those playoff games. I don't remember uh, either. It's, um, you know, but I mean, it's, 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 but you could still see the highlights sometimes of the other games that he was in. I mean, it's, it, and it could have been that he was injured. I mean, it, it, you know, but it, uh, but yeah, he was, you know, when he played, he was, he could do some things. I mean, it, it, he, had, he had some ability. All right, let's uh, let's move on to some uh, some more positive uh, alumni mm-hmm. news. Here's um, let's go to at Adam Gorney. Adam Gorney from uh, this is from Rivals in Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Number one running back Justice Haynes has picked Alabama over Georgia, Ohio State, Florida, and others. A huge win for the Crimson Tide. Justice Haynes is the son of Veron Haynes who uh, was our running back and was also cover model for Pittsburgh's Most Beautiful People 2007. I didn't realize he was around that much. But Ron Haynes was a good compliment to the bus. He really was a good second option. And depending on who you believe and what you hear, that he was he helped convince the team to draft Kendrell Bell from having played with him at Georgia. And, uh, I remember hearing that at the time. But uh, no, Ron Haynes was a fine third down back other guy yeah it's um so it's i mean which is why i was like oh oh when you see that his son was the best running back option in a high school class like that's like okay that's genetics play it take a hand you're telling me veron hayes could convince the Roonies to draft kendrell bell but he couldn't convince his own son to pick his alma mater georgia <laughs> I, I think it's hard. To, I mean, as much as Georgia did, did just beat Alabama, but I think consistently it's hard to pick uh, uh, Alabama, uh, Georgia over Alabama. Although I don't know. I just imagine if you go to be a running back at Alabama, then you're up against, you know, the three other guys that are the Najee Harris, the Josh Jacobs, uh, 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 the Mark Ingram of their class. So I don't know. I'm not always sure why those kids go to be the thing where like, maybe you'll be a Heisman this year. Maybe you'll never play. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I also, also, the way I assume it is, it's not like, you know, Veron kicked in the door and was like, look, you got to understand this guy at Georgia. And then, like, gave a detailed, impassioned filibuster speech to the Roonies. But, you know, maybe they asked, hey, was this guy good? Oh, yeah. And then that led to it. But who knows? Who knows? And, yeah, um, we'll never get that draft day moment, I guess, from uh, <laughs> from where's Kevin Costner and Veron Hayes story. Um, let's turn let's turn back the clock a little further. Mm-hmm. At Farabaugh, FB, Nick Farabaugh, Elijah Green, son of Pro Bowl tight end Eric Green, just went fifth overall in the Major League Baseball draft to the Washington Nationals. Absurdly athletic family. Uh, Eric Green, one of my favorites uh, from, from that era. You know, I mean, only a short time with the team, but was the tight end that he was like the George Kittle before the George Kittle era. Yeah, that that's a good analogy. What I thought of, was it man that kid the pirates drafted at four better hit 
They said that kid was the best hitter in the draft. That one, I think his name's Tremar, Tremar Johnson, something like that. But if you left Eric Green's son on the board when you drafted this other guy, you better be right that this dude's the best hitter in the draft. I don't know what his size is, but he's probably another one of these six, seven hitters or something. Oh yeah, well I, I remember because I, you know, because I was in, I was on a plane, but I read a quote from I guess Jack Wilson of all people ended up coaching uh, uh, Elijah Green. And he said a quote that stuck with me. He said, this is like if LeBron played baseball. That's what his body's like. And I'm like, I believe that because I saw Eric Green play. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's move on. Someone that finally, well, it's not. Let's move on to at J.H. Harrison 92, James Harrison. You got to be 21 to get into the club, but I'm about to raise the age limit to 22. I'm sitting on 22 and a half inch arms, hashtag arm day. Uh, so you know it's it's not too late for 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 me, right? I, I can if James Harrison can do it. Well, I mean it's it's yeah, it's just how much of your day do you want to devote to like flipping tires <laughs> and like all the other stuff he does? I mean Harrison, you know, doesn't have to worry about like making money. I'm sure he still absolutely is involved in making money and he's busy and entrepreneurship and all that. But like he has the time to be like, okay, we're gonna take six hours out of the day to lift things. <laughs> um one more alumni piece of news here at twsn twsn return man ryan switzer is hanging up the cleats the university hmm. of north carolina alum played for cowboys steelers raiders browns racked up almost two thousand return yards what can we say about ryan switzer other than he was a friend of ben uh that's exactly what i was you know ben liked him ben believed him and and looking back that's more surprising than a lot of things, because what was the one thing that all the people that everyone Ben liked had in common? They were all tall. This is one of the few short guys that Ben ever really liked. You're right. This was short, I mean, NFL standards. He towered yeah. over me, but, you know. He was the Ray Ray before Ray Ray. He, he yeah. was uh, he was the uh, uh, he was he was Ryan Switzer. I don't know what else is. Con- <laughs> <laughs> he was the he was. Before there was Tyler Sneed. Right, yes, yes. (laughs) Ryan Switzer walked so Tyler Sneed can swim. I don't know. Scoot. Yeah, Scoot. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Oh, all right. It's time to come from behind. You're right. We do have to come from behind on this show. Okay. All right. It's time for a comeback. Let's put put a couple minutes on the board for the speed round. Okay. At Caesar Sports, Caesar Sportsbook, biggest overbet on an NFL win total so far. A Nevada better wagered fifteen grand on the Steelers winning more than seven point five games. Uh, wow! You know, I wish I had this kind of confidence. Why aren't all true believers Steeler fans putting their life savings on this seven point five over under? <laughs> At first, I thought, man, I bet that someone that listens to our show. And then I thought, wow, I hope we're not responsible if that was someone who listens to our show. <laughs> it, um, that's, that's a lot of money to, to believe in it. But I mean, it's, you know, it's a bet. It makes sense to win more than to win eight games, to go eight, nine. I mean, you know, it, it, uh, at minus 110, I, it, uh, you know, it, 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 I hope it works out. But I also hope if it doesn't work out, we absolutely do not have to hear about this person. 
<laughs> well, you know, it's never happened in history. You you know, if you looked at trends, you would say, mm-hmm. well, Tomlin's never had a losing season, let alone a seven point five win season. So uh, easy money. I don't, you know, uh, I'm I, maybe I should. Maybe everyone, if you think you're the true believer fan out there, then uh, you know, maybe there's not a booster with a big enough blank check. That's right. Cut, <laughs> cut the check, Steeler Nation. Let's put our money where our mouths are. We can all get rich together. Wouldn't it be? We we, we could rise together. We could all, uh, you know, it would be the great middle class wealth uh, reassignment where all Steeler fans would double their wealth and uh, and together we would rise up and bring new prosperity. All because we had faith in our team and not in some Vegas line of seven point five wins. <laughs> It is the closest you come to finally just making this podcast a multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> yes. Can I wait? I yeah. Can I open my own book? I need to open my own Kyle'sBookie.com, please. Uh, Kyle book. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, okay. We're we're gonna lose money on this one. Let's. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to. Oh, here, here's a cool one. At PGH Steelers now, Steelers now. Steelers tackled Chooks Okafor, got a new contract this offseason, and he just got his parents a new house. So mm. that's how he spent his money with that contract. He got mom and dad a house. That's great. Good for him. I mean, it's it's and 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 I think I saw that post, and that's nice. I mean, that's the kind of thing that like you should be posting that on social media. That's wonderful. That's something to be proud of. That um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, uh I, 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 of all the guys you hope live up to the contract, he's certainly up there. Well, you know, you got to root for him now because mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, for some reason he he gets cut or loses the job, then, you know, mom and dad are going to be out of a home, right? Or I guess I'm sure I'm sure he, he's got enough guarantee. Right. I there. mean, they aren't going to have to go to Ward Street. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny should have bought the house that he, <laughs> he could. Okay. Um, oh, you know, final thing here before we go. Let's go uh-huh. to. Whoops, wrong sound. <laughs> Let's go to at Rail Island 6, Terrell Edmonds. Rail Money Ball Game EP drops on all platforms, and we have the exclusive release of the song R.I.P. Rest in peace, my brother. Right, let us send the pictures to another. Be that rock and free my dog from all that stuff. And if you need it, no, it's nothing. I'm riding for no need no keys. I'm pushing buttons. Don't have a lot, then got them praying for all that stuff. Rel money, Terrell Edmonds. Are you uh, are you adding that to? Uh, are you going to be playing that in your ride? I, I don't know if I'm going to be playing it in my ride, but like it's one of the rare times that I've heard the song an athlete did, and I haven't immediately known. Oh, this was done by an athlete. They've written better now, you know. Finally, it's yeah. not the it's not the days of the Super Bowl shuffle anymore. <laughs> Or even just like, it's like, oh, you recorded this in a week because like you got some friends that talked you into it. I mean, if I remember correctly, Terrell, like his brother, that's the big deal with the bills, bought him a recording studio as like a Christmas gift. Like Terrell actually takes this thing pretty seriously, the uh, uh, the music thing. And, and that shows. I mean, that wasn't by any means bad. I'm certainly not qualified to listen to say things, but I can say as a human being with ears, that was not immediately recognizable as amateurish. Well, let's not let's not act like buying someone a recording studio is uh, is what it used to be. It's not like you know so someone's out there. You know, you can pretty much buy one off Amazon. I think now you can get it. Uh, oh. Not. Uh, ah, I okay. didn't know. I should. No, well, but no, I'm 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 joshing. I'm joshing. <laughs> okay, obviously the jokes are we're we, all right. We're loopy. It's time to go. 
Uh, Indeed. Follow us on social media. I am at Kyle Kreis. Uh, Greg, where are you on social media? I, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Greg Benevent. V is in boy, E-N-E. V is in Victor, E-N-T. Stay tuned uh, later on today on Behind the Steel Curtain. The Steelers preview is coming up, uh, where I believe today the gang is going to be previewing the Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, look look forward to that. Uh, Do your part now. It's up to you to spread the word. Write a review or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, tell someone, tweet, retweet, like a tweet. Uh, bet you know, ten grand on the Steelers winning eight games. Yeah, yeah. Bet your bet your life savings and let us know, and uh, and we'll celebrate you. All right, we'll see you next week. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school. <laughs>